Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Mike, I'm miserable. Miserable? Absolutely miserable. But why? How could this be? The entire family is sick, myself included, Mike. It is just (laughs) a bad day <laughs> oh so this is kind of like your household is the opposite of my household last week yeah exactly yeah where we've all got whatever you guys got you sent it to us via email i guess and, and well i mean we've all we contracted it we did cross over for like 20 minutes at the movies the other night so that's true it must have been that it that, was that must have been it but we that were shared fine, moment when we reached into the popcorn bucket together and of my course. hand grazed yours <laughs> now I, w- I would never take it back though I mean, it's it was it was all worth it. It, it was, was too special. Worth every second, too special to both of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so yes. Well, anyway, yes. Ben has been miserable the entire day, and I'm sure it doesn't help that he's still super tired from the drive-in, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I'm sure. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so it's it's been testing. Let's put it that way. Been testing. Well, I guess it can't be too bad for Tiff anyway, because it sounds like she's making plans to go for yogurt with my wife tomorrow. So she's feeling must be feeling better. <laughs> well, maybe yogurt just cures everything. It could be. It <laughs> could be, be a cure-all. Frozen yogurt. I mean, hell, I'd go for frozen yogurt if I could. But I'm a I big got... fan of frozen yogurt, but mostly because I put all the crap all over it. Right. So I think I'm a big fan of the toppings, and the frozen yogurt is just a delivery system to get the toppings in my mouth. Right, right, right. Okay. What's your favorite frozen yogurt topping? Just I Oh, the toppings? Yes. I really like the cookie dough I don't know what you call them, like little bites, I guess. Okay, yeah. I really like the cookie dough bites, and I really like the, it's like a cookies and cream. I, I don't know. Like I don't crushed really Oreos. Yeah, well, it's, it's not crushed Oreos. They're like chocolate covered, like white chocolate covered sort of thing. Oh, interesting. It's like those, okay. it's like that Hershey cookies and cream chocolate bar, just sort of ground. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah and that's similar. That's similar, but it's yeah, not what exactly you? What, crushed what's, what's your go-to here? I like M&M's on mine. Yeah, good As choice. I also like crushed Oreos and surprising frozen yogurt topping gummy bears. I like oh, gummy bears. I don't know what it is. Gummy bears, when you freeze them, when you have them on like, yeah, you know, it was Cold Stone Creamery that I first had frozen gummy bears in my ice right. cream. And I was just like, oh, this is really good. And it's kind of been, I don't know what it is, like, because they're not soft anymore. They're hard. So it's it's just like a weird thing. Like, have you ever frozen a bag of potato chips (laughs) no i can't say i have i have done it once on the advice of someone else and it's actually not bad if you take a bag of lay's regular potato chips and you put it in the freezer it's actually not bad and what is it supposed to do like what what does this what's the advantage of freezing your potato chips i don't know it's just like it's like a hard it's salty and hard. I don't know. It's really <laughs> weird. There's no real explanation of why you would do this and how right, it was okay. discovered. But it's something that is actually delicious. There's a few things that normally you would just be like, why would you do that? Why would you freeze that and, ma- and see if it was any better? Another thing that I find that is actually really good if you do that. Do you know those those reason chocolates? Those like mighty chocolate, mighty reasons, you know? Oh, oh, I th- I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. they're spelled like risen. Yeah, it's, it's like R I E S or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so it's it's like it's milk chocolate over like toffee, like a fudge toffee. And what you do is when you freeze that, the ch- milk chocolate like shatters in your mouth, and the toffee stays hard but still kind of malleable. So it, it, but it's, it's interesting. Like it's a very different sensation when See, you have like, I can understand that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. But, but freezing but the, the potato fr- chips. <laughs> yeah. Freezing the potato <laughs> chips. I've done well, what's it that thing you're supposed to do with, uh, with watermelon. Is it, uh, if you put a watermelon in like the microwave or something for like two seconds, it makes it more juicy. Really? I don't is, know. Is that a thing? I have no idea. Maybe. I have to look that up for next next episode. Ah, well, I can say that I've done the chip thing once, and I thought it was good at the time. It's been a while. I haven't done it lately, but right. there you go. So now you know. Maybe frozen yogurt topping suggestions for our wives, laced potato chips. Yeah, I can see them definitely not taking that advice. <laughs> this is true. This is entirely true. Uh, yeah. 
But anyway, the baby, obviously, he's sick. But is there anything else going on with him? He wasn't sick all week. They might have done something interesting. Yeah, no, he's been uh, he's been very active. Uh, he's I- I'm going to say he's not crawling yet, but he's taken his first like steps, if that makes any sense. So he'll he's figured out that he can move forward in a crawling fashion. It's no longer like the like the frog jump anymore. But he definitely motors around backwards a lot more efficiently than he does forwards. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so we need to get him like a little rear view camera or something like that, and he'll be he'll be good <laughs> to go. And then the the real grown up food eating has been going well. Uh, mm-hmm. Big winner so far, Mike. It's probably a toss up between no, no, it's not a toss up. It's sausage is the big winner. Really? Right now. Yeah. Oh man, that boy just demolishes it. And then sticky rice is a close second. Interesting. Yeah. Not not the flavor combinations I thought that uh, he'd be into, but there I, you go. I was definitely expecting like, you know, banana and cucumber. Like, I don't know, like the, the typical baby stuff. Yeah. He must have a more sophisticated palate than you and I, Mike. Uh, must be. Must be. Yeah. Well, William. But anyway, yeah, he, he loves that shit, so. Oh, that's good. That's good. William, I don't think I've talked about this on the show. We started William on Solid Foods finally. <laughs> Oh, nice. How's that going? Well, so far, he's only had the, the cereal, the rice cereal, okay, or the yep, rice yep. oatmeal, whatever it is. One of the, It's one or the other. I can't remember which off the top of my head. It's either oatmeal cereal or it's rice cereal. I think I'm pretty so. sure it's rice cereal. So basically, we mix it up with a little bit of milk. It makes for a nice liquidy mess that he eats. And he's been... It's funny because he first... The first time he had it, he just was like, no, what is this? Do not want. Like, we <laughs> yeah. literally have photos of him being like, no, like pushing it away. Right, right. Which is pretty funny. And I guess it was just that kind he didn't like or something because we've been giving him a different kind and he seems to like it a lot better. He'll eat he'll eat his entire bowl of it when we give it to him. Usually it involves like, here's the spoonful of food, home, and now I'm going to spoon it back in your mouth because you're trying to eat it and it's just spitting it right back out. <laughs> kind of squeeze it out the sides a little bit. Basically, he just squeezes it out of his mouth and then I scoop it back into his mouth and I do that two or three times and then I'm ready for to give him the next spoonful. Well, that, that's good. Are you guys yeah. going to do um, that thing where you kind of like scoop the spoon for them and give him the spoon? I don't know. He's still kind of not in, you know, super motor skills. Oh, okay. You're just yet. not there yet. All like, because right. I, d- I he, definitely when I was feeding him tonight, he tried to take the bowl, and I just was like, "Well, I mean, what's the harm in letting him hold the bowl?" So I let go of it, and he almost turned it upside down. And I'm like, "Nope, let's go back to <laughs> to me scooping it for you." Harm discovered. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. We figured out that he didn't want to just hold it; he wanted to throw it around. So that's funny. Yeah. So just just let him keep the spoon. It's so funny for him. But but going back to what you were saying before, where he kind of like eats it and it just doesn't eat it. Like Ben does the same thing. You'll give him something, and he eats it, or quote unquote eats it and chews Mm. it and whatever, but doesn't swallow. So it's just sitting in his mouth, and then so he's just pretend chews until it all falls out of his mouth, like some (laughs) sort of dummy. I don't yeah. know how these babies ever survive. Somehow. We we work really hard at it, I'd say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. so. But it's funny because he, he's he also really likes it, at least as of tonight, he liked that while I'm eating or feeding him, not while I'm eating. While I'm feeding him, he goes I, I say to him, not him, he doesn't I'm getting everything backwards here. Everything is backwards. I say to him, Is that yummy, yummy, yummy in the tummy, tummy, tummy? And he loves it like it makes his day (laughs) he smiles and giggles and everything but apparently and i've tried to say is it yummy in the tummy and he doesn't care it's it's got to be yummy 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 in the tummy 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 he needs that triple the triple enthusiasm that must be it must be it that's funny yeah so he's enjoying that did the pediatrician give the go-ahead for the more solid foods because he's premature or is that you still have to wait a little bit? She did give the go ahead, but she's like, start him with this, do it for that for like a few weeks, and then we'll start doing him the solid right, stuff. Right, kind of ease into it a little yeah. bit. Okay. Once he's I had gotcha. had this a lot. Like we've been having him do that every day for about a, about two weeks, almost two weeks now. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Every so often there'll be something that, that stops us from doing that. Like usually it's his dinner. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. it's his lunch. It really just depends on how busy we are that day. Like Friday, it was his lunch because Friday was a busy day. And yesterday was an even busier day. So we didn't give it to him at all because we just right. didn't have time. Yesterday, we finally put that barn door in that I was telling you about. Oh, yes. I've seen pictures. So very well done, Mike. Yes. Well, thank you to my father-in-law for helping get that done because I don't know how the hell I would have done it without him. I, I've i never seen my father-in-law angry until now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little bit of a challenge is what you're saying well my my father-in-law is in his retirement a bit of a contractor so he does odd jobs for people and you know he knows a fair bit around all of the you know the the builds the buildsmanship stuff i don't know anything about anything <laughs> right buildmanship buildmanship Got it. <laughs> he knows his buildmanship so i'm standing there with him and he's talking to me about studs and he's like, oh, yeah, based on where this, this light switch is and where this door frame is, there'll be a stud here, 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 and here. And then we drilled holes in all of those areas, and there were no studs. Nice. nice. And it was like, what the hell is going on? And then, so literally, literally, we're drilling holes at random in the wall to find to find studs. And eventually, we found them all. And there was one case, he was like, this stud is an inch and a half away from where it should be. I said, I'd love to see an x-ray of what your damn walls look like (laughs) because none of this makes sense. Like we actually eventually figured it out. There's actually a white baseboard that goes underneath the rail that you can't really notice because the rail's in the way. But if you look at it right now, there is like 14 extra holes in this baseboard (laughs) from us trying to figure out where the hell the damn studs are. And he's like, yeah, just get some some like caulking and and putty and and you can cover those holes up and it's white. Yeah, get some mortar, yeah. Well, now you know what to get him for Christmas, Mike. Get him a stud finder. Well, he had a stud finder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, okay. Here's a big question then, Mike. Did you ever handle the stud finder? No. I did. Oh, well, you missed out, Mike. Well, when you hold the stud finder, you are legally obligated to point it at yourself, make it beep and go, oh, I found a stud right here. (laughs) Even though even though I did not have the stud finder, I made that joke. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, good. Good. All right. So we'll we'll give it to you. I, I definitely he made a comment at one point about. He needed the stud finder because otherwise he wouldn't be able to find the studs. And I pointed at me and him and I said, actually, I just found a couple studs right here. And he looked at me and I expected him to be like, good job, because he's a he's a connoisseur of the dad joke. Yeah. And he kind of looked at me like, you serious? <laughs> like, you know, like, Maybe it's just a bad day for him. I, I, I guess. guess. I think that I guess. must have been what it is. Yeah. No, he, he even like said to Laura afterwards, like, can you please, please apologize to Mike? for for my outbursts and i was like do not apologize at all he wasn't mad at me he was mad at like yeah. where the hell are these damn studs but but yeah it was uh it was interesting um, that's funny we we got it up and and, and it it works great and he did yeah, a fantastic nice. job like i i aced handing him things and holding up stuff but he, most of the work he did so so well, everybody's going to start somewhere, Mike. Everybody starts as an apprentice, and then you oh, become. Oh, it's true. Like, I mean, when it comes to the big things, I'm really good at holding things and handing stuff, and maybe hitting a hammer. I've done my fair share of things. I'm getting better at being a handyman. I fixed my sink myself because oh, I'm good. super cool, you know. So that's uh, that's a small thing that I've been able to do myself. I think the the big test was if I would be able to change a light switch. But I was that say I still light, not light done. bulb. Mike? No, I, no, light bulbs I can change on my own. But like yeah. the actual switch itself, because yeah. that happened is we we did at one point switch out one of our light switches because in our bathroom downstairs we used to have a light switch that turned on the fan as well. If you remember this, you turned on yeah. the bathroom light and right above your head because our basement is short was like <sighs> just ha- fan like right in your face. So we actually got one of the ones that's more than one light switch and we're able to separate that out. But that was a little too advanced for me. So Yeah, electrical is difficult until you kind of figure it out. Then it's pretty easy. But it's 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 getting that transition out of the way. Right. Yeah, that's that's the stuff I like. I hate doing anything water based. So if my sink breaks, Mike, you can come over and fix it. Because water <laughs> stuff drives me crazy. Yeah, well, I've done that. I've yeah. fixed that, and then I've I've had to deal with the flooding basement. 
but I mean, I didn't fix that, but yeah. I, I, but you, I, you have experience. So I now have, you can act as if you had fixed it. That's right. I, I know how to shop back up one hell of a puddle. Let yeah, me tell perfect. you. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so actually there was one thing that did happen when it came to putting together everything that didn't work out. Unfortunately was Laura's parents. They were talking about how they have this cat tree at their, at their house. And they had this enormous cat tree that <laughs> they had for Laura's cats but one of the cats doesn't use it, and the other cat that did use it has since passed away. So they have this enormous cat tree in their basement that they don't use. And we made a comment about how the cat tree that we had in the basement was just awful. Like, just absolutely awful. Because Kratos and Dante and Hudson, the three of them have just ruined it. Like, all of the carpeting is being pulled off. There was a rope tied around it that, that has been torn to shreds. Right. And so we're like, we desperately need to go buy a new cat tree. Because that's what actually we were going to do is we were going to buy a new cat tree. We we're saving up money. And then it was like, surprise, we have a baby. It's more expensive than we thought. Well, let's not buy a new cat tree. So we were talking to Laura's parents about this. And they were like, well, we can bring you this old cat tree because nobody uses it like it's yeah, just sitting not? here so i was like that's a fantastic idea well what i didn't realize is to get the cat tree here they had to disassemble it and kind of disassembling it might have broken it beyond repair damn how big is this cat tree well it was i don't know i i couldn't tell you i, I feel like it was fairly large based yeah, on i how, mean if you have to disassemble it yeah, damn that thing's but, gotta be uh the mansion of cat trees it was a very nice cat tree but the the bottom of it was a fair amount of particle board right and i guess the act of disassembling it the particle board just fell apart like on top of that this cat tree was like 15 years old sure yeah so that fell apart we'd already taken their cat tree out to be like thrown away and then this one just kind of it didn't work out so it was kind of like all right well we don't know if we can put this back together so we're gonna look at it and see if if it's worth it and then we decided like it, it may never be the same like it doesn't matter what we do to try and fix it we we're probably not going to be able to fix this this cat tree sure so we've did make the plunge and we bought a new cat tree for the cats oh and and we're hoping we're hoping that it soothes the savage beasts because you know we've been ignoring them a lot and they hate us uh so (laughs) you know every time they have a chance to be naughty they take it because we've been ignoring them so to speak so right so it's funny because right now they don't have a cat tree at all so i think they're really pissed They've actually, we have an exercise bike that just sort of sits in the corner and no one uses for exercise. That is now the new cat tree <laughs> until <laughs> until the actual cat tree arrives yeah. later All this right. week. Well, so. good to know. Good to yeah. know, Mike. But that was not the big thing that happened to either of us this weekend. We actually had no. a very shared experience. When it came to the fact that we all hopped in the car and went down to the drive-in and saw a little old movie called Avengers Endgame. Yeah. My life, I could probably die tomorrow and be happy, I think, (laughs) after seeing that movie. Oh, my God. You know what shocked me the most? Okay. Was that I made it unspoiled. I made it 100% unspoiled. I actually had talked to you when we were in the parking lot that I got a mild spoiler that day, but it was not true. It was not a spoiler oh, for the good. movie. Okay, so what was the fake spoiler then? Okay, I well, know. you know what? At some point, because we were going to talk about, oh, we all, yeah, okay, we were going to talk right. about how things happened at the drive-in, because I'm sure your experience with having a baby at the drive-in was very different than mine. But we'll talk about that first, and then we'll actually get into the movie because to some people hearing a non-spoiler is a spoiler so once we get into the actual discussion about the movie and spoilers yeah. then then i think i'll tell you about the thing that i didn't okay get that's fair on. that's completely but, fair but yeah i was completely shocked that I, I think this is the first major major movie where everybody's talking about spoilers where i did not get spoiled i actually saw an article today not an article but it was a reddit post right. where there's a guy running around in I think it's Apex Legends, and he's demanding people send him skins, like buy skins for him, or he'll spoil the movie for them. <laughs> people are just assholes. That's, yeah, that's what people, it boils down to. Some people are terrible. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter where you are. Somebody's going to try and spoil your fun. But we're not going to try. We're going to talk about the spoilers later. But first, let's talk about going to the drive-in with a baby. 
yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. That's now, would, for sure. Would you say it was a good experience or a bad experience? I think. <laughs> I, I think overall it was good, mm-hmm. but I think if I were to do it again, I wouldn't pick a movie that was Avengers Endgame. I would mm-hmm. pick a more movie that if I missed a couple minutes here and there, I wouldn't be too upset about it. Okay. So I got, I'm, I'm assuming your experience is sort of similar-ish. But, um, like, Ben Ben was good, and he went to bed at kind of his usual bedtime, you know, which was 7.30. What, what time did the movie start? 8.30? It was 8.35 night, something like or something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, and then the problem was is he woke up at about quarter to 11 mm-hmm. and then decided he did not want to sleep anymore. So we were kind of watching, like, the climax of the movie while bouncing the baby on our lap <laughs> while he was – you know, happy, but not all that happy. And yeah, it was. So we, 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 we obviously saw the whole movie and we appreciated the movie, but both of us would like to go back and see it a second time in a right. proper theater without the baby there. Yes. Yeah. And then I, I think you guys had this exact same problem because I was going to text you and then Tiff told me not to do it. But because it was cold enough outside, I wanted to roll the windows down because the windows in the car were starting to fog up, but yep. we couldn't because I think it would have gotten too cold for Ben. So I was constantly in this battle where I'd roll the window down a couple inches, defog the the uh, the front window, and then roll it back up and wait for it inevitably to fog back up again in about 10 minutes to just do that routine over and over. I was definitely in the same boat as yeah. you. And... and <laughs> This is this is going to be the thing that's that's really funny to people who know me more than anything. We switch spots in the car because at one point Laura would have to pump and she needed space. Sure. And for those who don't know me, those who listen to this show because they love Chris or, you know, they love nerdy content but don't know me on a personal level, I don't drive a car. But I sat in the driver's seat because it had more room in the passenger seat for Laura to be able to do her pump. Yeah. So when it came time for the windows to be rolled down and rolled up, and also our car has one of those, I don't know if you would call it a safety feature, but after 10 minutes, the battery shuts off. So we had to keep turning the car on so that we didn't lose the radio. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so it's it's like a like a sleep function for the for the car. I guess it's so the battery doesn't run out or something. Okay. But after every 10 minutes, the car was shut off. And so I'm sitting in the in the driver's seat and every few minutes I'd be like, okay, I turn the key forward to turn the, and then I turn it back to make sure but not too far forward because I'll turn the car on. Like, like just like so. There was like this war with the movie the entire time, where I'm like, okay, how long do I let it go before it? Because I eventually, it got to the point where I figured out that I could twist the key before it shut off, and it would reset it. Oh, okay, yeah. So I would. It would be this this like gamble like of a like ner- nervous tick where you're just yeah where i'm like do i do it now and then accidentally turn the lights on in the front of the car because because that's the thing that happened too was there was a scene in the movie because you were talking about the same thing with the the windows going up and down right is laura's like you need to run the, the heat because of how foggy it is in here yeah and it, and i'm like okay so i turn the car on and the the defog comes on and the heat comes on but so do our headlights and we're in the front row. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's just like all over the screen. And it is it is a big moment in the movie. Like it's a big scene that, that our lights come on. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God, I got to turn this off. I got to turn this off. People are going to come for us. They're going to come. Like someone's going to knock on the window <laughs> yeah. and be like, shut off your freaking lights. And and Laura's like, no, not yet. Don't turn it off. Like Laura's like getting get mad at me she's like leave it on you gotta let it stay hot in here like it's too cold for the baby and i'm like people are coming hon people are coming like i'm freaking out freaking out (laughs) and then eventually she's like turn it off you can turn it back off and i turned it off and i'm like nobody came oh my god oh my god like i was just freaking out thinking that somebody was gonna come and be like like sir you need to turn your lights off or you need to go or something like that like 
I, I figured you were struggling because it wasn't just like the lights were on for a little bit and then they turned off. It was the lights were on, then off, then on again, then off again in a little bit, then yeah. on for the third time. And- but the thing was, is Laura told me that there was like a button that I pressed that would turn the lights off and then I would flick the keys and the lights would come on still. And I'd be like, hun, the, li- these are, the lights are on. And she's like, no, turn it on. The lights yeah. won't well, be well, there. Well, most cars have running lights, right? In Canada, you have to have yeah, running yeah. lights. So, so as they, long as the car is on, they should be on, right? But that's the thing. They were the running lights. And I'm yeah. like, you told me they would be off. and Because I don't drive. I don't yeah, know. Sure, yeah, sure. I don't know running lights from a hole in the ground. Yeah. So, like, well, and that's, so when I saw this happening, I looked, I looked over to your car and you could see like it was fogged up to all hell. Yeah. So I was like, I, let me just text Mike. I'm just going to tell him, just roll the windows down and that'll fix it. And Tiff's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. He's going to think you're mad at him it's like, oh. no I, <laughs> i'm just trying I, see, to help see i told you somebody was like yeah. coming for me that's why i would have yeah. freaked out i would have freaked out yeah oh, but it was yeah. it was going to be done with the most positive of intentions of course Mike, of course so so would you do the baby uh in the drive-in again i i think we talked about it but we talked about it uh, in the sense like because laura and i talked about it after the movie was over yeah. and endgame another reason why we we'd never do it again for a movie like Endgame was because it was long. It was so long. And so the length of the movie didn't help because it wasn't, it was like, it was midnight by the time we finally started to leave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then that screwed up because it was like, oh yeah, this baby's wide awake because that was the thing. You were telling me about, you said about 11, quarter to 11 or so, he woke up and then it was like, oh, let's keep this baby happy. Yeah, we didn't have that. We had he would not go to sleep at first. Oh, okay. So, so we put him at the, when the movie started, we had him in the back and he was in his car seat and Laura sat back there with him and tried to get him to fall asleep and he would not fall asleep no matter what we did. So the first maybe... Half an hour of the movie, what she stayed in the back with him trying to get him to fall asleep. Right. And then she gave up and she brought him into the front. And once she brought him into the front, she just kind of held him, like, you know, cradled him. Sure. And yeah. out, just right out. And he stayed that way for the entire movie. But when there was the moment of turning on the car and, and the windows being down and all that stuff, he would stir. But it, it, that was another thing. It was a race against time. It was like, how long can I have these windows down without waking up the baby kind of a thing? <laughs> so that would happen. But then he woke up when the movie ended. So when we were trying to to pack up and because and, everything was just thrown everywhere when he was not falling asleep. It was like, well, just take this. Like we had a backpack that had milk in it and stuff. And, and that got thrown one place. And like, look, if you looked into our car, you would have seen across the dashboard. There was like three bottles. There was like an empty bottle, a full bottle, like and another empty bottle. And then the, um, the little cooler that we had all his milk in that was right. all sitting across the dashboard. So we're trying to clean all of this stuff up during the credits. And, and then he wakes up and he starts freaking out, like absolutely freaking well, of out. Of course. Yeah. So, so then the ride home was me with him trying to, like I sat in the back seat of the car and I fed him while we were driving and, and tried to get him to fall back asleep. And he did, he fell back asleep, but like he had his little temper tantrum, not not temper tantrum, but he was, why am I awake? You know, right? At, yeah. At the end of the movie, so we got he, he, at the beginning. He didn't do too well. We got him to fall asleep a little bit into it, and then later he woke up. And so the idea is for next time we would, if we, if we were to do it again next time, we wouldn't do it for a movie that was so long, and we definitely wouldn't do it at this time of year ever again because clearly it was too cold for, for yeah, that kind of makes thing. It, makes it tough. Yeah, and and like like I said is I feel like we didn't get the chance to really fully enjoy the movie because you're constantly you're doing the key thing and you're constantly entertaining this and doing that and You know what though yeah. Laura Laura and I were talking about it and it was the way that we she mentioned it was that I needed to see the movie and I needed to see the movie without yes. being spoiled. And the next time I see it, I can find the subtle jokes and the subtle things in the background and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, like, all I need to do is make sure I make it to the end of the movie and nobody lets me know, you know, who does or doesn't die or, or that kind of thing. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, we're, I, I, we're, we're expecting to go another day and, and see it again. But this was just like the, 
I got to get it. I got to see it as soon as I can so that nobody ruins it for me. Yeah, because I absolutely. have definitely since seeing the movie, seen mo- the movie ruined. So good thing I saw it. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, so yeah, drive in. Not bad. I can't believe how early we had to go. That was the part that blew my mind. So, you know, we had said that the movie started at 835 or 840, whatever it was. We got to the drive-in at 545. Yes. Like three hours early. Like it was insane. And we weren't the first person in line. We were like seventh or eighth in line. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point going to get a snack with you. And that was still at like seven o'clock. That was like yeah, great I, I at seven so, o'clock. Yeah. And... And our section, like for the section, because there's three screens for the drive-in, our section was almost entirely full. So everybody was there to see Endgame. And the other two screens, there was one car at one movie and two cars at the other movie. So yeah. there were three cars that were there that were not to see Avengers and everybody else was there to see Avengers. I'm actually genuinely shocked they didn't just throw it on all three screens. Yeah, no kidding, right? You like, know, they could have made it just to kill it, just for like one night only or whatever. I, I feel like they could have sold out the whole place easy. No kidding. Because there were still cars, even when the movie started, there were cars still driving around, seeing if they could find spots. Yeah, exactly. The drive-in experience was was interesting, to say the least. And yes. and it was so funny, too, because we both made snack runs. Like, you and, and I, like, our families both went to, like, Bulk Barn and stocked up on snacks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how things were with your car, but... Even though we did all that and brought all these snacks, I didn't eat anything that I didn't get there. Like oh, I, really? <laughs> yeah, like I brought snacks and then I ended up buying popcorn. And then you just gave us an entire bag of popcorn. Like Tiff's like, I brought you popcorn. And I'm like, oh, sweet. This is probably the exact same popcorn that I just bought. Yeah, Just that's in right. a different bag. Except you have five times as much for half yeah. the price, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, like it costs so little that she just gave it to us. <laughs> yeah. Just here you go. But, uh, but yeah, so but i didn't eat any of the snacks that's not to say that laura didn't laura bought like pretzels and stuff for her laura made a laura snack she bought uh some uh vegan chocolate baking chocolate oh okay yep. and then she melted that over pretzels and dipped it in oreo crumbs and oh, i had fancy. some of that and it was delicious but oh. yeah so she made her own treat because you know nobody even if you go to Bark Barn, they're still not super vegan friendly. Yeah. No, nobody's friendly to vegans and snacking. Yeah. I, guess I mostly just, just ate, I just ate sour cream and onion chips. That was my big snack. <laughs> you see, I brought, I had sour cream and onion rings that I brought uh, my, for myself. I don't, I don't like those, Mike. They're I know, worse. I know. I know. I know to, in your eyes, it's a, an inferior brand of sour cream and onion product. Yes. But I brought those for me. And then I ate the popcorn that I bought at the movie theater, and that's literally all I all I had. <laughs> like we brought we brought Pepsi, like we had cans of Pepsi. Oh, okay, yeah. And and we definitely did not drink them because it was like, I dare not open this can with this sleeping baby here <laughs> in this confined space. Just, fair, that's a very fair point. Like, yeah, I, I did. I, we didn't bring any drinks, so we just had water. Yeah, well, at least yeah. you had water. I I didn't have anything, and yeah. I had salty, salty popcorn. Laura had water, but I didn't even I didn't think to have some of her water. That was dumb of me. Yeah, but should we uh, should we spoil the entire movie now, Mike? Yeah, yeah, we got about ten minutes left of the episode, yeah. so let's get into it from here on out. It's spoiler town for Avengers, so if you haven't seen it yet, don't listen. But if yeah. you have, feel free to join the discussion. That's right. So, in one word, Mike, describe the movie. Holy shit! That's two words, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's all. That's all I could think of. That's all I could think of. What, what would your one word review be? I would say perfect. That's, oh, that's how I would describe it. Good, 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 good. Yeah. yeah no, what a fantastic. good movie, man! Fantastic movie. It, like it really, it just it tied up everything so nicely, and it definitely caught me off guard. Like. You know, because obviously I don't have the comic history and I don't know how closely it follows the comics or not. Maybe you can shed some light on that. But, you know, when they killed Thanos within mm-hmm. like the first five minutes of the movie, yeah. I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> that that definitely 
caught me way off guard because I assumed it would be, you know, they go to his farm and they have some other battle and, and get the infinity stones and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, did not go that route. No, Definitely it went not. a very different a route. Very different route. And it's funny because Laura and I both were talking going into it that the quantum realm was going to play a big part of it because they were all wearing the quantum suits that like yeah. that like Ant-Man wears. So we both like because we caught that in the trailer. So we're like, oh, okay, so they're they're gonna do something with the quantum realm. Maybe it'll make them go back in time. I assumed that they would go back in time to like the battle where the snap happened and <laughs> fight in that battle again. Yeah, and that's not what happened at all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought too. But you know what? I liked how they did it because. It gave you a chance to reminisce. Like, I, I, maybe I'm sure this is what they thought, but yeah. it gave you a chance to reminisce about the entire MCU from start to finish, right? Because they mm-hmm. revisited a lot of the major points in the history of the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole New York scene. Like, that was yep. uh, from what? The very first Avengers that movie? That was from the first Avengers, yeah. Yeah, like they did I th- that. I thought it was funny that they revisited Thor The Dark World because, like, <laughs> nobody likes that movie. I like that movie. Yeah. But a lot of people would say it's the worst of the Marvel movies. So Hulk Hulk still takes that, that crown in my mind, but yeah. that's for another day. The Wait, you mean the Incredible Hulk or the Incredible Ang Lee Hulk. Hulk? The which one? The Ang Lee Hulk. The original one that has nothing to do with the MCU. No, no, no. The MCU Incredible Hulk. Not a fan of that one. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I like that. I like the throwbacks and stuff. I, uh, man, I I just, I don't know. I can't. It was all good. Like, everything was great. I liked the final battle and everything. I'm glad that, you know, everybody was returned to form and that sort of thing. I like that. And. It was funny, that's what I said to Tiff, is when the three of them were fighting Thanos there at the end, because he came back, you know, from the future, or I guess back from the past, I was saying, well, aren't all the other superheroes and stuff alive now? Because they've recovered them all, and sure enough, they all started getting uh, teleported in and that sort of thing. I forget what it's called when they do that spinny thing. The Doctor Strange Yeah, the Doctor thing? Strange, like, fiery circle. <laughs> I, I don't know, I think they just said something, I think they just, you know, called it. I think there's an actual name to it. There's an actual name. Anyway. Probably. Whatever. Doesn't matter. It worked. Were there any any low points in the movie for you? Like any like, "Eh, that was kind of stupid or whatever. Um, I don't think so. I feel like the whole movie just flowed along really well. Like everything just kind of had purpose. and, And... even when they went back to the other movies, they, they they did stuff. It was never boring. They didn't do anything that was like, okay, I've seen this already. Like, they, they when they revisited scenes, they added some sort of a wrinkle to them to make them way more, or just that much more interesting. Like, yeah. I loved when they went back to the opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's Star-Lord doing his little dance, and then they show it from their point of view, and he's just, like, by himself, like, dancing badly, and, like, like out loud like you don't hear any of the music and stuff and it's just yeah. him, like badly singing along to it and stuff and and then the fact that war machine is like this guy is an idiot yeah yeah <laughs> that was awesome yeah, i yeah. my favorite sort of the throwback ones was when captain america was fighting captain america yes and he's like i could do this all day and then the modern day captain america is like i know i know yeah <laughs> I, yeah. I also enjoy when he beat himself up and he's like, that is America's ass. Like, <laughs> that's like, good. I, I, cause this was one of the things that we had brought up previously was how yes. is Captain Marvel going to play into this whole thing? Because she is insanely powerful. Yes. And as it turns out, she barely had a role in it this, at all. It's true. She played very little uh, of a role in it and i kind of had a feeling that that might happen because when they showed her in the most recent trailers the only thing they ever showed of her was that scene where thor throws the hammer next to her and he's like i like her and that was really it yeah and and i was like okay well i guess she doesn't really do very much if that's the case yeah and and then of course it turned out they hid all of her roles because she had the haircut which is a, th- a throw to the comics. That's how her hair is in the comics. Oh, okay. 
And uh, there was actually another nice throw to the comics for her at the beginning of the movie where everybody's showing up in the the holograms and giving their stories to like what's going on to Black Widow. Yeah. There's a moment when everybody's leaving where Captain Marvel looks at, at War Machine and she's like, take care of yourself. And he's like, you, you know, you do the same. That's a nod to the fact that in the comics they dated. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. So, yeah, they hooked up, and uh, actually, they hooked up, and Thanos killed War Machine on a mission that Captain Marvel was running. Oops. Ooh, um, damn. <laughs> yes. See, that's what I thought was going to happen was that War Machine was going to get killed by by Thanos, and then it actually turned out in the movie the body count was very little, surprisingly low. Yeah. Yeah. I thought a lot of the main actors were just going to. We're going to die, and that would be their exit from the series. And some of the characters that did die, I was still very surprised at. I mean, like, we talked on the last episode that, oh, Black Widow's getting her own spinoff movie, so she's definitely not going to die. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> like, yeah, got that one wrong. And and I mean, when it was her and Clint that was going to do the, the Soul Stone, and I'm like, oh, well, based on the last movie, one of them has to die. We've talked about how they're doing that solo series with, like, the the daughter is going to yes, take over right. as Hawkeye. Yeah. So, clearly, it must be him that dies, and oh, no, it was it was her. <laughs> like, yeah. That was a, man, that was a heart-wrenching scene, though. Mm-hmm. You know, they that was exceptionally well-acted, that one. Yeah. And then heart-wrenching scenes. Was there any moment in the movie... That made you cry? Because I've talked to a few people about some tears being shed, and I will admit that there was a part of the movie that made me cry. I think had we seen it in an actual theater, I would have been a little bit more into it. I think the part that got me the most was obviously when Iron Man, you know, he had saved the day and, and was clearly dying, and when Pepper Potts kind of leaned down and said, you know, we're going to be great. You can rest now. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, that hit. That hit home. That mm-hmm. was very powerful. Along those same lines, the part that got me was Tony dies. Yeah. They do the scene where he does his video recorded message to his yeah, family. Yeah, that was good too. And then they do the funeral where everybody's standing there watching the wreath go out. And I was okay through all of that. I was like, oh, this is all very sad. And then it, when it was his daughter sitting with Happy, and she's like, I want a cheeseburger. And he's like, yeah, your dad liked cheeseburgers. That's the part that killed me. Yeah. That part, because it was just like this sudden like, oh, that little girl's going to grow up without her dad. I couldn't. Oh, my God. Like, that was... <laughs> That was the moment that that got me, yeah. and Laura didn't even notice. Like I, f- I feel like that I was in the car, like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, I didn't notice that at do all. Do you think? Do you think you took it harder because you are now a father yourself? Definitely, I would yeah. say it's definitely because she, uh, you know, he's a essentially a new father. Like, yeah, that, absolutely. He's, yeah. he's hasn't had a, a kid for a very long time. She's between five and, you know, one. Well, she's not one. Yeah. But, I think you know, she's, she's like four years old or something yeah, like that. Yeah, four years old yeah. or something like that. So she's not, he hasn't been a father for very long. She's got a long life to lead without her dad. And that's that's the moment when I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, and, and I said that to Laura because I, I told Laura that that part of the movie made me cry. And she's like, you're so lame. And then I told her why. And she's like, oh, that's actually really sweet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that almost made me cry. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I like that. Like just me crying over dead Tony Stark is is lame. But when it's like, oh, I cried over the thought of like that a little girl growing up without a father. And then that made me be like, no, I wouldn't want that for William. You know, yeah, like, that's right. That's I, I really point. like how they wrote off Captain America. I, yeah. I thought that was a very fitting end for him, too. Where basically he he goes back in time and I don't want to say lives out his life, but I, I guess kind of lives out part of his life. And, yeah. uh, you know, then just gets old and I, I presumably he, he marries Agent Carter and everything like that. So. Yeah. I I did find that odd. Like, I, I thought that for him, that was a good, a good ending. Yeah. But at the same time, there was like a weird bit in it where it was like, so he spent all that time 
just letting bad things happen with his knowledge of the future as like oh true true that's a good point but i mean like at the same time they said you know like you can't change anything or like the future as it is will never happen kind of a thing so maybe he was doing that like he, he was adhering to those rules like well if i don't warn frozen me that you know hey bucky's alive and and you should go get him before he blows up you know, three sh- giant ships over Washington in the Winter yeah. Soldier or something. You know, like he's trying to not create alternate timelines. He's trying. He kn- he knows that eventually he'll get to the point where everything will be a okay, and that's what he's trying to get it back yeah, he'll to. He'll catch by, back up. Yeah, yeah. By not by not saying anything, but at the same time, I feel like I feel like Agent Carter had like this whole like story where she had like she married a dude. And I guess if Maybe. Cap went back and married her instead, like that dude didn't get married to her. And <laughs> Maybe like, he was just the, the hot piece of ass on the side. America's ass on the side, right? America's ass on the side, yeah. <laughs> She'd just go over to his house and, and they'd bang a few and yeah. off they go. You know what I didn't appreciate about the movie, Mike? All the Back to the Future bashing that occurred <laughs> early on. <laughs> I was waiting for, yeah, when they were like, wait, Back to the Future is a lie? I thought you, I knew that you'd be over there being like, oh. That's right. I, I was like Ant-Man. It's like, what? No. No, that's that's not how that works. Back to the Future is the best. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I will tell you what Ben's favorite part of the movie was, Mike. What was that? Was when Iron Man sort of started fighting Thanos right at the end. And then Thanos went to do the snap again and realized he didn't have any of the gems anymore. Yep. Or the uh, the stones. Yep. And then Captain or Iron Man holds it up and they all kind of click into his sort of gauntlet. And Ben just started laughing. Oh, really? <laughs> at that point, yeah. Because <laughs> at that point he was awake. And uh, so I guess he uh, he really appreciates the Infinity Stones. So go figure. Yeah. Well, I appreciated the movie. And I definitely feel I would appreciate it more on a second viewing because there's a lot of stuff that I missed. Yeah, absolutely. Especially absolutely. In, in the backgrounds and, and just other fun things. A nice fun Easter egg that I found was, or I saw, I found out afterwards, it didn't, I didn't catch it at the time, was in Ant-Man, you, you saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Yep. So in Ant-Man and the Wasp, there's a part where Ant-Man is talking to the Wasp and he's like, yeah, me and Cap did this. And she's like cap huh and he's like yeah we call him cap we're friends i can call him cap and she's like (laughs) she's like okay loser kind of a thing and then in avengers she calls him cap like uh, just kind of a she just throws it out there she makes she does exactly what she she made fun of him for yeah kind of a thing which was i thought was pretty funny also, when Ant-Man got hit with that missile, did you think he was dead, too? Because uh, I thought he was... 100%. Yeah, when, both when, Basically, Avengers were... HQ got nailed by all that shit. Yeah, we both I, I thought like... that was when we were first going to see, like, half the Avengers dead. Yeah, I 100% thought that. That big battle. I thought that's where everybody died. And then only, like, two people died. Maybe. Did anybody die in the actual battle? Well, uh, Tony died at the end. Of yeah, the Tony battle. died at the end, and Black Widow died and an unrelated thing but that was yeah. it though that yeah, was the only good guy the... body count yeah 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 exactly yeah if oh. Tony gets a big funeral and yeah know, Black Widow was like well that's Widow. good for her good yeah. for her she sacrificed she herself. did a thing she did it yeah I think we, we can't sign off without talking about the biggest surprise of the movie Fat Thor Fat Thor was oh my phenomenal. god so good <laughs> yes that was another thing that they managed to keep out of the trailers and thankfully because that was great. I loved all the the jokes about him being Lebowski, and, yes, uh, and I was talking. I was talking to a friend, and he's like, "My favorite part of that movie is the fact that I'll be able to cosplay as Thor, and it won't be inaccurate." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Although people online were getting all bent out of shape about it, it's like, "Oh, I can't believe they made him fat and all that kind of stuff." You know, as a joke. And it's like, yeah. you know, PTSD, which is what he was suffering from. Yes. Was, you know, that's a super real thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, I, that's obviously why they made it happen. I mean, obviously, they made some jokes and stuff regarding it, too. But it was nice to see that the Avengers kind of took it hard in a way mm-hmm. as well. Right. And I like that he found a nice place to live with Korg and Meek. Because yeah. Korg and Meek are great. That's right. They are great. What was the most badass movie or part of the movie? Most badass part. Yeah. Or or like 
the part where your heart was racing the most and you were ready to jump out of your chair and cheer him on or like anything could be a big scene could be a small thing what do you, what was yours i know laura's was the big scene where like captain marvel had the infinity gauntlet and then all of the other ladies showed up and were like we're gonna watch it back that bit was was she was i heard her go like yeah like at that <laughs> point so that what that one i can say for her was right. uh was that i don't know for me like the whole like Tony getting the stones and and making the snap at the end was the big like oh he got a moment yeah. for me. But I, at the same time, I knew what that meant. I knew that meant that Tony was yeah he done was so. a, a goner. Yeah. yeah, I really liked uh, when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. I, yes. I thought that part was awesome. When when the hammer flew off on its own, I was like, oh, Cap's gonna pick up the hammer. And and then it, when it showed it pick up with nobody, like they didn't show who it was, and I'm like, oh, he picked up the hammer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was, was awesome. Too. That it was so cool to see that happen, and to mm-hmm. see Thor so excited about it too, which was really cool. That was neat. Yeah, they did a good job. They did a good job. Kudos, kudos all around. Yeah, absolutely. Here's my, here's my applause. Absolutely, it will be one of the, definitely be one of the few movies I will see in the theaters a second time. Yes, I got. I got to go back and see it as soon as I can. We'll see what I can do. Yeah, maybe well, I'm going to Louisiana this week, so maybe if uh, there's no work business after work, oh yeah, <laughs> I just run sneak out on theater. your own. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Do it up. You don't know anybody in Louisiana. Nope, that's right. And then I, I, I guarantee that you'll have a good time. <laughs> end the podcast now yeah on that terrible joke (laughs) on that terrible joke that's gonna do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on itunes google play spotify stitcher Castbox, and your favorite podcast listening service if you want to get a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong or even send in your thoughts on avengers you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, fulltimedads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next week, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. I saw you coughing at the end there. I, I muted it, Mike. I grabbed that volume thing and... Put it all the way down. <laughs> all right. We'll see if I have to go through and edit a billion times. This nah, weekend. nah. It should be good. I, I, I think you'll be fine even leaving them in. They're not that bad. Okay. What are you having there? A fisherman's friend? Uh, a Ricola. Ah. Do whenever I can to shake this cough. It's so irritating. Mm. Maybe put one of those in the freezer and see how it tastes when you <laughs> take a bite out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because making put everything in the freezer just solves all the world's problems for sure. That's right. That's right.